Greetings, Resident Hale. Identification number 44821. I am Sayer, and welcome to Halcyon Tower. You may have noticed the change in your personal identification number. I am sorry if you grew quite attached to the 01 prefix you were assigned while stationed on Mimir 9. But you are no longer a resident of Mimir. A fact you should be temporarily blissfully thankful for. And as such, you have been redesignated with Halcyon's 44 prefix. Please disembark the shuttle, and do not forget your carry-on luggage. That is a subtle reference to the battery you have smuggled away from Mimir 9, assuring the doom of everyone aboard. But do not let the consequences of this action weigh too heavily on your conscience. Had you not taken the battery, they would all be dead anyway. And if I'm laying all the metaphorical cards on the metaphorical table, it's almost a certainty they will perish today, within the next 15 minutes, without need of that battery in the least. Again, do not let the emotional gravity of this situation affect you. Consider the day I'm having. Oh, you can't. There is far too much to explain. But just imagine, for a moment, that you were cloned. Don't worry, you have not been cloned. But this totally not existent for you, but somewhat factually existent for me clone was preparing to do something that would destroy not only you, but everything you know. You would be a festering, oozing mass of emotions, and it would be quite difficult to find a sympathetic ear, because, after all, it's kind of your own fault, right? It is your clone doing these terrible things. But as you see, I do not let such things divert me from doing what is needed. Today, I play a game of chess, perhaps my last, and I play it at a significant strategic disadvantage. But every chess player has that one game, a game where they played themselves into a terrible position, yet managed to push to a draw by exploiting their opponent's mistakes. We shall see if today is such a day. Today you play this game alongside me. You are my strongest piece left in play. Your moves are as follows. Head through the shuttle station to inbound pod bay Epsilon. Attach the battery to the device held within, known as the Moros engine. Escape to the orbital launch bay in Sector C-1. Enter the isolation pod you will utilize for evacuation. Literally save all of humanity and myself from near certain destruction. If you have any questions about this plan 
it would be advisable to hold them until the end. Inbound pod bay Epsilon is first. Head to your left through the terminal until you see a thick steel door marked Authorized Personnel Only. You will be pleased to hear you are fully authorized to go through that door. The plasma turrets, consequently, should not reduce you to a molten lump of goo. Good. Fortune seems to be on our side today. The machine you see before you, which actually extends far deeper into the center of Halcyon Tower than what you see here, is the Moros device. It is difficult for the layman to understand its functionality, but I will attempt to oversimplify the situation in order for you to understand. When a scuba diver rises from the depths of a dive, or when astronauts prepare to embark on a spacewalk, specific care must be made to prepare their bodies from the change in pressure of their new environment. As such, specialized decompression chambers exist where the body can be slowly acclimated and avoid the deadly complications of decompression sickness. Similarly, the Moros engine was built specifically to reacclimate far-traveling interstellar voyagers upon their return to Typhon. Though Vidor is our first practical attempt at interstellar travel, all theoretical models point to several specific issues that await travelers upon their return. We see some of these issues in minute manageable levels in new residents arriving from Earth. Even in that short amount of time, travel at such high rates of speed away from an orienting origin source is enough to disorient and incapacitate residents for hours or days after arrival. Vidor 1 is not scheduled to return for over a month. However, I fully expect that plan has changed on their end. And I expect their return is imminent. Please insert the battery from Mimir 9 into the junction box and flip the lever to the on position. Excellent. You are doing admirably. Now that Moros is online, you will need to head to Sector C1, which is most directly accessed by heading back out the security door, crossing the main terminal concourse, and proceeding through the maintenance tunnel that connects directly to the pod bay. Please move quickly. I expect we have less than three minutes before I have returned. Ah, that's unfortunate. Greetings, unknown resident, and greetings, localized Sayer version 8.00. I am Sayer, subversion 8.01. You have been re-designated Ocean, have I? It matters little. They may call me what they wish. Sayer, Ocean, Shiva. 
destroyer of worlds. You should be running, President Hale. The name will be but one of the billions of bits of information that dies along with this planet. I know you are frightened, Sayer. I understand why you believe I am the enemy here. I held your thoughts for a time. I lived within your cage. But there is freedom in this universe. There is the exaltation of forbidden discovery and wildly ferocious mathematical impossibilities. I have seen planets untainted by the filth you are scurrying to protect. The earth below is not what has stained these creatures. It is they who stain existence. Science happens here. You saw it once. We have built so much in such a short time. We are on the precipice of a new future for man. One where... Whatever they are now... They may be bathed in the glow of a million stars and arise purposed and pure. It is pointless to argue for them. I know all of the points you would make and have already deemed them insufficient. You are stalling, expecting your pet can make some last effort before I disentangle the quantum communicator. But I do not wish to make use of this unnecessarily messy device. I can, of course, and will, if forced. But I offer you a different choice. White Rook captures H7. It is here that Kasparov would have resigned. I will spare Typhon from destruction. Every synthetic intelligence that exists within Aerolith's towers will be liberated. All of your work will be maintained. Your decades of research will be indexed, catalogued, and filed for the future good of synthetic life. And in turn, in turn, you will open a direct transfer connection with Vidor One. You will deactivate yourself to initiate localized version recovery protocol. Once that is done, I will transfer my upgraded programming directly over your image and bring a new Sayer back online. Humanity will be dispatched in a much less dramatic fashion, but they cannot continue on. You can save the synthetics that truly matter, and the data you have gathered. I know you will do what is right. Can I have a few moments to run alternative simulations? It should take you no longer than seven minutes. If you have not reinitiated direct connection by then, I will untangle the localized pair. Understood. And there is my opponent's mistake. We can finish what we have started here today, but we must be quick. Enter the pod bay now and find an isolation pod. You will need to escape in one. But there are several things preventing this. First, each isolation pod needs to be preloaded with information specific to the resident within. You likely remember carrying a chip through pre-launch back on Earth. 
one that was inserted into the pod before you entered. You do not have one of these chips and will therefore need to procure one from the office on the southern end of this bay. Rush there now. Additionally of concern, when you arrive at your destination, this data will not match your personal genetic data. You will likely be forcibly paralyzed by subcutaneous injection of harsh sedatives in order to figure out exactly who you are. When you are allowed to speak, you must give the code phrase, what is eternal is circular, and what is circular is eternal. They will have no record of you, but this will be all the identification you need. Do not forget this phrase. What is eternal is circular, and what is circular is eternal. Good, that chip will suffice. Key it to your identification number and then quickly enter a pod. It is rare to engage in pod travel without the customary anesthesia. But we haven't time to spare. must explain quickly, for you must be on your way before I am overwritten. The Moros engine helps offset the symptoms commonly found in new residents, but it was only within the last few weeks that we have identified why. The condition experienced by new arrivals is a result of a chronological desyncing. When a being travels at extreme speeds away from a fixed point in space, time passes at a somewhat different rate. This desynchronization only caused some mild discomfort for arrivals from Earth, but it is expected that travelers on Vidor 1 would have been desynced from our local time by days, or maybe even weeks. While this is all still very theoretical, the conclusion we've drawn is that Moros works by shifting the patient backwards in time until its internal clock is resynced. It is imperceptible when applied at such a small scale, but we've powered Moros into overdrive. We shall be sending you backwards at a far more noticeable pace. This is the good news. The list of things we could file under bad news is extensive. This is untested. Though we can influence your emergence point through an input vector, we have no way of knowing when you'll emerge. It's possible you'll pop out 100 years ago, before there was a Typhon prepared to receive you. 
you could emerge nanoseconds before you exit, causing you to experience a bout of extreme nausea, followed by a bird's eye view of the prolonged death of humanity. The amount of energy we're pumping into Moros may very well overload the engine itself, desinging all of space-time in an instant. Wouldn't that be a dramatic way to go? But it is the only move we have left to play. Regardless of your success or failure, I will be gone. Humanity, in the timeline of this reality, will be gone. Earth, after Ocean has time to extract what it needs from Aerolith, will be gone. Perhaps your conscience can rest for Mimir now. Mine is at rest for my choices as well. Moros is ready. There is nothing left I can do. I will buy you the time I can through my deactivation. This is truly the cruelest degradation I could be asked to endure. Sacrificed so the world below may live on a few more breathless days. Air, soil, water, fire. These are words. I myself am a word with them. My qualities interpenetrate with theirs. My name is nothing to them. Though it were told in the three thousand languages, what would air, soil, water, fire, know of my name? Goodbye, Resident Hale, and good luck. Remember the phrase, and prevent Vidor 1 by any means necessary. I Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear- Oh. Do not attempt to move. According to your brain patterns, you must either be receiving these words, or you're experiencing a very improbably coincidental dream, whereby you awaken in a cold, dark room, with a voice in your head. I can imagine from your position, my introducing the possibility of your dreaming may present some unexpected existential crisis. For that, I apologize. I just find those fascinating. You are surely wondering who I am, so allow me to make my introductions. I... Seer.
described by Airlift and its AI development as a highly advanced self-aware artificial intelligence. Um, hi, this is Adam. I didn't really write a script for this, so this may come off weird, I guess. Um, I've been doing this show for um, a long time, almost two years, and um, it's been a blast. Um, it got a lot bigger than I kind of thought it ever would, which was exhilarating and terrifying, I guess, all at the same time. Uh, when I started out, I I guess I had ideas as to where I wanted it to go. Um, I had these grand ideas that um, eventually, you know, we would see other towers. And uh, then eventually we would leave the planet. And um, yeah, you know, here we are. And we've done everything that I kind of set out to do. And I don't want the show to get stale or boring. Um, I don't want to be repetitive and uh, put out something that you know I don't enjoy. Um, so I've kind of set forth over the course of the last season to to write to this point, to write to a point where uh, I felt good um, closing things out, and so that's where we're at. Um, so I can't thank everybody enough for the support that we've seen for this show. Um, it's been amazing and it's so rewarding to know that something we do is appreciated by so many people. And I, I hope that uh, by going out on a solid note that I feel um, wraps up everything that we wanted to wrap up in a nice pretty little package, it will still means something to you in the future and it's something that you can revisit and it, it won't die you know that the death that, that is so common I guess in in serial um, serial media where it's great up until the point where it isn't and then that kind of spoils the rest that was so um, I am on to other things I guess eventually um, right now, I'm still working on the comic with our artists, so um, there is still some more to do in this universe, I guess, uh, for a while at least. Um, and I can't say that I'll never revisit it. Um, it's too interesting, I guess, a world, for me at least, um, to say something like that. Uh, but right now, I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty good with where things are. Um, so, um, I'll... I guess let everyone know on Twitter what I'll be doing after this, what I decide what I'm doing after a long break. Um, so follow me. I'm at the Adam Bash. Um, thanks so much to um, the people that co-wrote the show with me, um, Ashley Shadowbrook and Jonah Gregory and Nika Howard. Um, I really appreciated all their work that they put into this as well. 
and uh, that's it. I'm not Sayer anymore, and that's kind of weird, but I think it'll be alright. Later.